Well, hey. <laughs> oh, yeah. New Country 101.3 KFDI 544 JJ Hayes. Morning. I know. I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, dang, JJ. You late, bro. You sleep in? What's up? No. No. Surprise. This is kind of the new way of doing things now. Another change, I know. But it's going to be all right. I'm not going to get here quite as early. But it's all good. So this will be the this will be the new, as Will Smith said in the sequel to Men in Black, this will be the new hotness. <laughs> I'm not even sure what that means. So partly cloudy, 72 now, heading for a high of about 93, 94. But at least we're not Florida because they're they're puckering a little bit with Idalia bearing down on them. More about that here in a second. With that's trending. Uh, so what does our morning look like this morning? Well. You know, you always reach out to me. You got questions. I just answered one for Barry on the text at 844-436-1013. Something you want to share, traffic, whatever. Talk, text, use the open mic feature on the KFDI app. Going to hear from Billy Carrington, some of the jobs he had as we head towards Labor Day. Acting your age and when not acting your age can hurt. NFL jerseys and a ghost story that helped bridge the gap between the racial tensions of one family. This is a great story and a great interview I'm going to share with you right after 6 o'clock. Check this out. That's Trending with JJ. Online now. Hurricane warnings, storm surge warnings, evacuations, state of emergency. That's the salt life in Florida today as Hurricane Idalia churns toward the Gulf Coast of Florida and is expected to strengthen into at least a Category 3, possibly a Category 5, before making landfall tonight or tomorrow. Bob the Cat has quite a story to tell, but sadly, he can't talk. Bob, whose owner lives here in Wichita, had been missing for 10 years until earlier this month when he was found in North Carolina. Bob's owner is now working on getting Bob back here to Kansas. Here's the amazing thing. Bob was named after the owner's late father. She got the email notification notifying her that Bob had been found on the day her late father would have turned 94. A suspect is in custody and one person has been killed after a shooting yesterday on the campus of the University of North Carolina. March 4th, that's the date set by a judge for the start of Donald Trump's federal trial in D.C. on charges relating to interfering with the 2020 elections. Call it a preservation of history fail. With an eager crowd gathered around at West Point, a lead time capsule from 1828 was cracked open in front of a crowd with anticipation of what treasures were hidden inside. Turns out, just dirt. That's a great practical joke. It now makes me want to go bury a bunch of empty boxes all over Kansas. And that's trending. JJ Stars Spangled Salute. And today we honor veteran Trent Dirks. Trent relies on his service dog as he lives with PTSD. For many Americans traveling with a service animal, the TSA screening at an airport can be challenging, as sometimes human and dog are separated in the process. Trent is working with his local representative to change the process to make it more standard wherever you travel in the U.S. and make it more of a positive experience for all involved. Thank you, Trent, for working for change. Thank you for your service. How many NFL jerseys is too many NFL jerseys? I just received two new-to-me ones in the mail this week. Regular season starts on the 7th. And I realized at that point I have now a total of eight. And I'm talking eight different jerseys, different players' names. You can't have all, you know, you can't have ten Mahomes jerseys. Well, I suppose you could. This is my question. How many different NFL 
players' jerseys do you have? I count. I have eight. I have eight. Gates, Rivers, Fouts, two Merriman jerseys, Tomlinson, Herbert, and Bosa. I have eight. How many do you have? And it's got to be of the same team because I believe you can only root for one NFL team. That's always been my my thing. I don't you you who root for two or three teams now. Nah, that's lame. You got to commit. So, how many NFL different NFL players jerseys do you have from the same team? JJ's Country Music Minute today in country news. Here's what's happening in country. <laughs> Zach Bryan is kind of a big deal. His show Sunday night at Interest Bank Arena broke the attendance, merchandise sales, and food and beverage sales for a single show in the 13-year history of Interest Bank Arena, previously held by Morgan Wallen and Metallica. And if you missed the show Sunday night, good news, he just announced a huge 2024 Quitting Time tour with stops in Oklahoma City, Kansas City, and Tulsa, featuring Jason Isbell, Cheryl Crow, and the Turnpike Troubadours as the openers. Friday the 13th in October, going to be a lucky day for you Riley Green fans. He's releasing his next studio album, Ain't My Last Rodeo, featuring his song Different Round Here with Luke Combs, as well as collaborations with Tim McGraw and Jelly Roll. Morgan Wallen reportedly opening a bar in downtown Nashville. Darius Rucker, Lainey Wilson, and the Cadillac 3 serving up something tasty. Coming to the Game Day College Experience near you, they have a new rendition of College Game Days coming to your city. And staying with college football, Garth is heading to New Orleans to help kick off the season this weekend, but not before he stops in Kansas City tonight. Going to see the Royals play the Bucks. Oh my gosh. So we're going to throw out the first pitch uh, when the Bucks play uh, the Royals. I haven't thrown a baseball in like four years. Let's see, my arm might go halfway with it. Keep the country on all day. More country music news at KFDI.com and the 101.3 KFDI app. Rebecca says between uh, she and her husband, they have 10. Eric says two. Now, I'm jealous of Eric. He's got a Walter Payton jersey. I mean, look, in my opinion, as far as running backs go, Walter Payton, the GOAT. Currently chatting with Michael about how he disagrees with me and he says you can have more than one NFL team. Oh, Michael, we're going to have to further this conversation, it seems. Uh, now I want to, uh, speaking of conversations, want to share with you a, a great conversation I had with CNN award-winning journalist John Blake. Uh, John uh, first interviewed me right after my late wife Michelle died uh, and uh, allowed me to share her story. And now I returned the favor. You can listen to it wherever you listen to podcasts. Just search JJ On Demand and uh, you can hear about John's new book. The idea behind it is how the ghost of his grandfather helped bridge the racial divide between he and his family. It's an amazing story, fantastic book. And here's a little bit of an experience he had and how he learned he was kind of being a racist while at Lowe's. Racial awakening. And of all places, a Lowe's home improvement store. Mm. Aisle seven, <laughs> the paint section. <laughs> I love the paint section. <laughs> <laughs> so, th- so this is what happened. These years go by, and I have this uneasy relationship with my mother's sister now because she won't accept her racism. She's writing all these letters to me, and she's reaching out to me, but I won't open the letters because I'm saying she's in, she's in denial. Mm. I don't want to hear these excuses. So I stopped opening these letters, and I just kind of write her out of my life. I go to Lowe's one morning to get some paint for my deck. And when I go to the store, there's a black and a white employee behind the counter at Lowe's, both a Lowe's employee. The white Lowe's employee is on the phone, but the black Lowe's employee is free. He's not talking to anyone. I wait for about five or 10 minutes until the white employee's off the phone. And then I go up to him and I say, what's the right paint for my deck? And he gives me this paint and mm-hmm. he mixes it. I take the paint home 
and I pour it out on the paint tray, and it's this rainbow-colored concoction, mm. this strong paint. And then it hits me, JJ. I was like, God, I just racially profiled this black man. I assumed in that millisecond that the white Lowe's employee was more competent. Mm. So I waited for him to get off the phone. But the black man who was free, I didn't even go up to him. And I'm like, wow, I'm this black man. I, I grew up in this world. I've seen racism. Here I am, this race writer. I know I read all these books about unconscious bias and I've interviewed people like Ibram Kendi and all that. Mm. But in that millisecond, that stuff is so powerful that I racially profiled this black man. It turns out he was the manager of the store. Wow. And then I, then I thought to myself, you know what? Maybe you should show a little grace to your Aunt Mary. She grew up in this all white world and she didn't know any difference. So what I did is I went upstairs to my office when I kept all these letters that she had written and I started opening them and I started reading them. Mm. And JJ, everything I wanted from her was in those letters. Mm. Start apologizing. She said, she said, I was ashamed to have two black nephews, but I didn't know how to tell you. She said, I grew up in this all white world when we went to school. They didn't even talk about slavery or civil rights movement. She said, I thought the only racists were people who owned slaves. And she said, I hope you can understand me and have compassion to me. But if you're so angry at me and you don't want anything to do with me, I will understand. So John is a brilliant storyteller. If you go to KFDI.com and search John Blake, the full interview and the story behind the book and the story about the ghost of his grandfather all come together in what was a great interview. Again, KFDI.com, search John Blake or search JJ On Demand wherever you listen to podcasts, including the KFDI app. If you missed the story this morning about Bob the Cat from originally from Wichita, ended up in North Carolina, it's a fascinating story. The most fascinating part is where and how and why the date of August 19th comes into play and, and how spooky the coincidence is. You can read about it. That's trending over at KFDI.com. While you're over at KFDI.com, make sure you enter for your shot at winning Zuba lead tickets. I am so excited to be going to this for the first time in the in the almost what, 10 years I've been here in Wichita. This is my first time going, and I cannot wait. So excited. September 9th, Cedric County Zoo, one of the biggest fundraisers around with uh, great music and food and, of course, plenty of uh, auction items and a fun night at the zoo. You want This is a this is a $300 value for a pair of tickets. You want to win these tickets? you got to enter over at KFDI.com. Labor Day weekend, you're going to hear a lot uh, from some of your favorite country artists about some of the worst jobs or maybe some of the first jobs they had. And everyone talks about the worst job they have. I don't think we have a conversation enough on the positive side. The best job you've ever had. At 844-436-1013, I want you to think about it. Talk, text, open mic on the KFDI app. Best job you've ever had, but you can't say the one you currently have. Billy Carrington talks about some of his early jobs. I started working like at 12, landscaping. You know, this was summer, summers, every summer is in roofing. I started when I was about 16, roofing houses. And that was probably one of my toughest jobs because down there in South Georgia, it gets hot. So doing that every day, you know, all summer long. The pawn shop when I moved to Nashville was uh, one of my favorites, even though it was one of my least favorites. I don't know. The, the concrete job was my least favorite of all. Six years of that, and, and I couldn't take it no more. That was after that job was my turning point. Either I'm, I'm going to do something else for a living <laughs> or uh, – quit and try to you know really focus on music and get this record deal and that's what he did 844-436-1013 the best job you ever had but you can't say the one you currently have for me i was 12 years old when i started working on a charter boat uh, where we'd take 40 people at a time out fishing all day long off the coast of maine 
And I got to be honest, that job brought me so much joy, especially when watching little kids, littler than me at the age of 12, uh, catch fish. And just nothing better. Lori says, right out of high school, worked in the toy department of JCPenney, especially around Christmas time. Got to play with all the toy cash registers when she was a kid, so this was a perfect job for her. So that was her fave. Ron says, favorite job was washing dishes in a Mexican restaurant at 11 years old. Not a care in the world, just working and saving money to buy my first motorcycle. That's cool. Becky, working at the local newspaper, building the pages when she was 19 years old. Cheryl says, stay at home, mom, to three. Don't you dare say that wasn't a job. Cheryl clearly doesn't listen to the show because she knows I am the first one to say that one of the hardest jobs on the planet is is stay-at-home mom. Hands down. Cheryl, I would never say that. Honestly. Danielle from Medicine Lodge uh, says that her best job she ever had was... uh, was a trail ride guide and an all-around cowgirl. That's cool, right? Take people on trail rides? A little Yellowstone action before Yellowstone was cool. Hi, KFDI. Best job you ever had? Bartender at a gentleman's club. I was 17 years old. Wow! Slinging drinks under the age. Yeah, and the uh, changing part where they went in the back to change was right behind the bar. Oh, Lord. Uh, I was an ice cream lady for 13 years. Wow, what a great job. Now, were you in a store or were you like in an ice cream truck? I was in an ice cream truck driving around South City, Plainview, Oakland, and the South Side. Do you still hear the ice cream truck music in your sleep? Uh, no, oh, okay. not anymore. Okay. <laughs> Working at a carnival. Working at a carnival. What exactly did you yep. do? Like, did you work the midway? Did you have to, were you the one who, who put the rides together? What did you do? I did it all. I, I helped with the putting rides together. I ran rides. U.S. Navy. U.S. Navy, yes. Thank you for your service. How long ago was it? Uh, I, re- I got out in 1980. It's 34 to 80. Okay. Uh, what what did you did you get to see a lot of the world? I mean, what made it other than serving your country, which is an uh, an honorable thing? What made it the best job ever? I enjoyed the job, the work, going out on the ship. I was on a carrier, helicopter squadron with a carrier, and uh, just watching all the work, the coordination, and everything, and and just got along with everybody, and just had a good time. Nice. Hey, I appreciate your service. Have a great day. Chase, that's awesome story. Just want to tell you, I think that you're awesome. Everything is awesome. So many ways to help when it comes to the fires that uh, swept through Maui. Just devastating. So many lives lost. Well, it affected young and old, and wanting to help affected young and old. Say hello to Eddie. Eddie overheard his parents watching the news, talking about the tragedy. He wanted to do something. Eddie made a lemonade stand, like many a kid before him has made a lemonade stand, to earn a little extra money or to help out a good cause. The lemonade stand ran from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. He was hoping to raise 100 bucks. In one day, he raised $8,000. Before it was all said and done, $17,000 was going to Hawaii to help with relief, all because of a lemonade stand. Eddie, that's awesome. Just want to tell you, I think that you're awesome. Kevin Hart, not acting his age, maybe you saw this story a few days ago, not acting his age, racing against Former NFL running back Stephen Ridley from the New England Patriots, and, uh, well, it did not go well. Tore my lower abdomen. I, my abductors are torn. I don't even know what that is, but I tore them. I tore those two. I can't walk. This is 44. Sit 
down. What are we competing for at this age? Why are we like what are, what am I doing? Why did I even race? What was I thinking, son? <laughs> God got to be the stupidest man alive. <laughs> now the video of him racing, look, until he tore all that stuff, he was in it to win it. Like he was close. He is a fast dude, but then of course, uh, age caught up with him. Then it got me thinking about uh, when I was not necessarily acting my age, about uh, 10 years ago, decided to play flag football. I loved flag football, and I was going to play one more time, even though I told myself I wasn't going to. Uh, and I was playing against uh, people much younger than me and the league we were playing in. It was full contact on the line. And when I'm as big as I am, that's where they put me on the line. So it was like three snaps into the game, and I went up against this dude who stood me up, and my, I just felt it ripple all the way down my back, and I was pretty laid up. My back was whacked out for like two weeks. Like I could barely walk. Like I could have been in a wheelchair like Kevin Hart for a couple of weeks because I was so messed up, not acting my age. Fast can you run? Will you escape? KJ beat the Bobcat on KFDI. Hello, Kathy. Hello. Kathy, you are from Wichita. You love going to the park with your kids. You're married. And uh, when you got some free time to yourself, uh, not only do you like uh, watching and listening to true crime stuff, but you love those ghost shows, like Ghost Adventurers, right? Correct. Yeah, I love the paranormal stuff. I could watch that all day. Well, Kathy, let's get down to business. It is time for you to try and beat the Bobcat. I'm going to give you a category, and I'm going to yell, run. When you hear me yell, run, you then take off as fast as you can and start giving me things in that category. You can't repeat yourself, and if you can give me 10 and 20 seconds, you'll survive and get that $25 gift card to Fuzzy's Taco Shop, okay? Okay. All right, here we go. In 20 seconds, Kathy, give me 10 fruits that have seeds in them. Ready? Run! Apple, grapes, uh, berries, oranges, uh, watermelon, lemon, cantaloupe, pumpkin, oh, blackberries. Oh no, Kathy, oh. hurry! Oh my goodness, Oh, that's too bad. She was so close. Got nine. Time for the eulogy. Please bow your heads. Kathy from Wichita had plans to survive so she could play more with her kids in the park. The bobcat had other plans and made Kathy a ghost. Now maybe Kathy will haunt her kids in the dark. To Kathy. Next chance to beat the bobcat Wednesday morning, 8.50 on New Country, 101.3 KFDI.